0: You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Welcome back. My name is Drew Dixon. I am the editor of Explore the Bible Students at Lifeway Christian Resources. I'm here to continue our study of Romans. We're in session two. It's titled Justice and Rejection. The passage we're looking at is Romans 1, 18 through 32, and our central truth is that God is just. People are not. All people have rejected God and deceived themselves. We need grace. So last week we found Paul telling us that he's not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and also to the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And so what we're going to see now is Paul unpacking that gospel and unpacking how it's good news and unpacking how it leads to salvation. And you say, well, wait a minute, Paul's unpacking how the gospel is good news here. Um, I'm looking at Romans 1, 18 through 32, and it sounds like bad news, right? Because what does Paul say at the very get-go? For God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Um, so then he goes on to talk about how people know inwardly. We have this inward sense that there's a God by seeing nature, by looking at the world, by, I think our conscience is another way in which that happens. Paul talks about that later in Romans 2. Uh, there's this fact that we have an inward sense of what's right and wrong. All these things are evidences of a, of, of a God who is eternally powerful and holy. Um, and yet, what does Paul say? We know this about the world. We know that there's a God at our most foundational level, and yet we've rejected him. So how is this good news that God's wrath is revealed against all this rejection of God that Paul goes on to say has led to all kinds of injustice in the world? And let's be honest, you and your students, teenagers these days, we don't have to look very far to see that we live in an unjust world. And we could talk about statistics for um, all kinds of horrible evils in the world, but um, you know, human trafficking or, or um, you know, horrible things that, that still go on today like genocide. But there's even smaller examples of this all the time in the lives of your students, they go to schools or live in neighborhoods where people gossip about each other, where people um, sometimes get in fights and do physical violence to each other. They live in a world where people are constantly shaming one another on social media, where no one trusts each other, um, where they have to look out for all kinds of, it's not just, you know, where they they have to look out. For all kinds of injustice. Um, you know, we, we know more about how dangerous um, the world we live in is now than perhaps ever before because of the internet and social media. And so, um, yeah, this sounds like bad news, doesn't it? It sounds like really bad news. But here's why it's good news that God's wrath is revealed against these things. Because we don't want to live in that kind of world, right? We don't want to live in a world where this kind of stuff just keeps going on, where it goes on and on, where injustice and, and cruelty and all these evil things that we've talked about just continue to have free reign. And so the gospel is an announcement that God isn't happy with this stuff. And that's good news for us because it tells us that God's going to do something about it. God doesn't look... One of the worst things we can do when we see injustice in the world is to just sit back and do nothing. And in fact, when we see injustice in the world, we just say, oh, well, I I can't do anything about it. We're actually participating in a way in the furtherance and in that justice continuing. You know, it takes people standing up to injustice, to see change, to see real change happen. And here in Romans 1, Paul makes really clear that God is standing up. And in fact, through Jesus Christ, God has stood up against sin and suffering and evil. And he's, doing something, he's done something about it, and he's going to do something about it. Um, and so that's why, even though this is hard, and it's hard to talk about God's wrath, it's really important. Because your students need to know that we have a God who cares about the world deeply, who cares about them deeply, and is committed to redeeming them, c- committed to bringing redemption and renewal to the broken world in which we live. And he's not going to sit idly by and do nothing in the face of injustice. Um, so this week, I would just encourage you to kind of take a step back and help your students see you know, why this passage is good news. Um, one of the last things we ask in, in the leader guide, this is question number 10, it says, how should we respond to Paul's description of people apart from Christ? Um, and what we see is that um, Paul's really clear about our work, our, our brokenness, uh, how broken we are. But thankfully, God is at work uh, to preserve the world, that the world's not as bad as it could be. But he's also going, you know, this is setting up what Paul's later gonna say about the redemption that is possible for you and me in Christ. Um, but the brokenness of the world isn't something that we should be comfortable with. It isn't something that God's comfortable with. And so I think this tragic description of the world should break our hearts, it should break your hearts, your heart should break your students' heart, and should move us out into the world with the hope that we have in Christ. So let's be honest with ourselves about how broken the world we live in is. Let's be honest, let's challenge our students to be honest with themselves about, about their sin and their brokenness. Because unless we're honest about these things, unless we really see um, how broken we are, and as a result, uh, how broken the world we live in is, we're not gonna look for redemption. We're not gonna cry out for a savior. And that's what the gospel is moving us to, to see our need for Jesus and to cry out to him because he will give us the the healing. He will give us the redemption that we need that only God can provide. So um, let's challenge each other to center our lives around the gospel, to admit um, where, we, where, we're, where we've fallen and where we're broken so that we might see our need for our savior We need Jesus. You need Jesus. Your students need Jesus. And the good news is that Jesus is doing something about what's wrong with the world. And he's doing something about what's wrong with us. And I can't wait to unpack that good news as we see it revealed to us more and more in the book of Romans. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on MinistryGrid.com.